So when you ask people, when you have a kid off the derech, a kid in crisis, how important is your relationship in the process? How important is it for your child to feel your love? Now this is something that we didn't really grow up with, that there was a focus, that your kid needs to feel your love. And especially when kids started misbehaving, in the beginning at least, 20 years ago, nobody really felt that those kids who are misbehaving need to feel your love. They thought they need to feel your disapproval, you're such a letdown, what? Discipline, well, that's how to deal with them. Should you show that you support them while they're going against what you believe in? Very good question, right? People would say, well, I'm not going to show, I'm not okay with this. I'm certainly not going to be a part of it. I'm not going to help you uh, buy a miniskirt. I'm not going to allow you to, to behave this way. I'm going to show you disapproval, and I'm not going to support you. Disappointment, a lot of disappointment, because that's going to make the child feel better, we think. Should you should you support bad behavior that goes against everything that you believe in? If you ask Claudiusel, ninety nine point nine 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 percent of Claudiusel will say support behavior that goes against everything I believe in. And what about if it goes against the Torah? The child's behaving in a way that goes not just against your personal way that you like to be. By the way, Goyim also have kids who rebel against them. They go against their mentality and you know they want their kids to be an accountant or a lawyer or something good and the kids doing something else or all kinds of uh, mentalities we have parents who are not from whose kids become from and it bothers them also because everybody wants their kids to be like them they actually have a support group for them parents of religious kids and the acronym the Rosh Tevis is pork and if this doesn't work out well and I'm not able to help the from people, I'm going to go work for them. I'm going to teach them how to accept, accept the kid, buy him a black hat. What? I'm not going to enable crazy behavior. It bothers them that their kids become from. Can you imagine? So there's that idea, but especially when not only the kid is misbehaving or going against what you believe in, but it's going against the Torah, going against our Messiah, what should you do then? What if your child wants you to buy them a car? Should you try to cash in and say, oh, you want something from me? Now I have an opportunity. Moishi, put on tefillin, I'll buy you a car. Chani, dress like a human being, I'll put on a car. Right? Stop wearing stuff that you got 80% off. Should you use when they need you, especially for something extra, as an opportunity to cash in. What if the child says, I want you to buy me a car, and I'm telling you right now, Tati, Mommy, Abba, Daddy, I will drive this car on Shabbat. Should you buy the car? What kind of a message is that? You're enabling bad behavior. You're helping them, supporting them, and allowing them. He's going to drive the car that you paid for with your, and you're paying for it, yeah. And he said, and he's driving it. Mechal Shabbos befehesia. How could you do that? And even if you're somehow permitted api halacha, but doesn't that give a bad message to the child? Isn't that a very terrible message to show somebody I'm okay with that? Why would he ever become better if you show him I'm okay with you being bad? How could you support bad behavior and help your child go to Gehenna? 
These are all questions that get answered with one simple story. And when you hear the story, go back and listen to the questions. And what we will realize is that Das Taira understands things differently. They ask the Chazanish all of these, all of these big, huge questions that Klal Yisrael is so confused about. And the following question came to the Chazanish. Father had a kid that was off the derech. And the kid told his father, Abba, please buy me a car. The father said, he didn't cash in on anything. Didn't even do that. But he said, I'm willing to buy you a car if you promise me that you will not drive the car on Shabbat. Good deal. You get a car six days of the week. But the kid, as we would expect, said, no deal. And the relationship between them went down. Let me show you the Hebrew words. Story of a father, a parent, that their child went all the way down to become a Michal Shabbos. After a few Luyamim, after time, the child came with a, with a request. That the father should buy, the parents should buy him a car. The father said, Shemuchon, I'm ready to buy it for you. With a condition. Sounds very reasonable. I'll give you the car, but you're not going to go against my religion with my car that I'm buying. Be at least a mensch. Don't be Michal Shabbos with the car that I am providing for you. The child refused to to promise, to be maftiach, to give a haftacha, v'amatichois b'neihem godla. How do you say that in English? Anyone know? And their separation between them grew. And why? Because the father was thinking like we were saying before. I'm going to buy you a car to drive on Shabbat. I'm going to enable your bad behavior. I'm going to support you in your rebellion against me, the family, the community, God, the Torah, everything. This is brought down in Maise Ish, Chelek Aleph, page Ayin Beis 72. Please look it up. When this story reached Rabbeinu the Chazanish, you know why I like quoting the Chazanish? Nobody argues on the Chazanish. It was before a lot of the politics that we have. And everybody understands Chazanish, Das Torah. The Chazanish sent the parents to be Miyayitz and to advise Shebemikrizeh that in this type of circumstance, Kedai Sheyitain Esamuchonit Livnoi Liloi Shum Tanai. It's worthwhile for you to give the child a car without any Tanai. No, no. Conditions. Nothing. Don't drive on Shabbos. Don't, don't uh, do this. Don't do that. Don't park in front of, you know, on Shabbos in front of the house. D- no tonight. Put on tefillin. No, nothing. Get nothing out of it. No conditions. Why? Why? Ki dafka zu. Tigadel hashpa osoy alav. Because specifically from this way, your influence will grow over the child. The biggest mistake we have going on in Klal Yisrael with kids who don't behave is everybody's trying to fix the now. It's not about that. 
It's about the power that you have over your child, your neighbors, and anybody. The strongest power is influence. Influence isn't coercion. Influence isn't forcing, pressuring, even making a deal. Even making a deal. You want a car? No problem. Put on tefillin. The power of influence is the most powerful power we have that influences the person to want to be what you want them to be. You don't want your son to put on tefillin for a car. How long are you going to play that game for? You want him to want to put on tefillin. How do you change somebody's mind once they're going the opposite direction? You're going to play games that they should dress up like you. When you come to the simcha, you should put on a yarmulke, you should dress this. You want to change their mindset. How do you do that? If they think that you're against them, even if they agree, yeah, you're right, I'm home, I'll dress this, you think you won? The power of influence gets dried up. It gets diluted. The Chazanish was saying, nothing is worth diluting the power, the superpower that you have, the power of influence. Look at home sweet home. Kid after kid moved in, Michal Shabbos, Berfahesi, eating on Yom Kippur. And look at the results. How? We didn't learn, there was no Shabbos, there was no Yantif. It was only the pure power of influence. I don't need anything from you, I don't want anything from you. I like you as you are. You don't have to do anything. You go outside in the middle of the meals, they would come to me, they would go out after each part of the meal. They would go out for a walk. My kids grew up and they would say, Tati, why do they walk so much? After the fish, they're going for a walk. After the soup, they're going for a walk. After the meat, they're going for a walk. I said, they're very health conscious, you know. And then when they got older, they looked outside, they went down the... My, she's smoking. Chaim smoke. I said, yeah, yeah. Not everybody's as lucky as we are. But what, what do we want to do? You know what Hashem wants us to do? Like them. Don't control them. This father thought, my kids, Machal Shabbos, game over. The Chazanish was giving you the medicine of fixing the problem of Chil Shabbos. And it comes by supporting him. The Chazanish was also saying, you think this is the last battle? There are many more battles. Is he going to come back in a year or two or five or ten and fast Yom Kippur? It's only going to come from influence. Are you going to be mechazek him by connecting him to you like we call nafshik shur banafshay? Then your power of influence, beli oimer ve'ein devarim, is, is very strong. Somebody who feels the most comfortable around mommy, mommy and daddy and this community eventually will want to be like us. And somebody that feels uncomfortable because I have to tzushtel or tzishtel or conform, I'm not comfortable there. If I'm going to go to shul and my rav tells me, listen, in this shul I need you to this and I need that, it's too hard for me, I'm not going to dive in there. I'll go to a different shul. We only have one home and one community for these kids. And the facts are, anybody in Kirov knows this, it's all about I like you. You want to learn? I'll learn with you. That's later. I like you. You're good. If I look down at you with disdain, disappointment, disapproval, everybody thinks, Klal Yisrael thinks that that's going to make you motivated to say, hey, you know, I noticed that everybody looks at me bad. I think I'm going to do tshuva and become better. The only problem is that logic does not work. It's completely, totally bankrupt. It's totally false. And how do you know? The Chazanish knew it. 
And that's what the Chazanish says. If you want to know how to fix the problem, seven words, very clear direction. You never need to come here again or listen to any schmooze or anything from anybody. There's two directions. One is good, one is bad. Yinasu, try, lamashcham to pull them with cords of love. Looking down at somebody, saying, you can't come into the house like that, is the opposite of that. So anything that's going to pull them to you, and you could do trial and error, you know when you say, wow, you look beautiful, that makes them want to be around you. And you know when you go with the eyes, you know that, that that's rejection. Very simple, no conditions. God forbid, don't reject them. Don't make them feel rejected. And we know that in our dar, the kids are so hypersensitive to rejection. Who decides if you rejected them? How many parents reject the kids? The kids show that they're rejected and the father or the mother says, what did I do? I, I, all I said was, that's the way you're going to come to the chasana? What did I say? We can't afford to do that. Mipsari just from our basa, from the children, you know, and like I always say, rejection is in the heart of the beholder. If the patient feels rejection, that's chalila. you went against the open psak of the chazan ish, you will not be matzliach going against the chazan ish. Anything that draws close is good, even though you have to swallow your pride, your busha, and maybe the hair is pink, or half-shaven, or the skirt is, you know, looks like it was bought in the belt section, whatever it is. There's only one medicine. That's the problem. The pain is the problem. The medicine, though, is, you know, and that means even when it comes to buying a car, or anything that is going to show the child, I'm supporting you. I'm not letting my beliefs Get in the way of our relationship. Now, is there a time to say no? Each of you has Das Taira. Let them decide. But make sure that Das Taira knows this Chazanish. Because I've spoken to many Rabbanim. And I would start, I would say, listen, kid wants to buy a car. And he says, I'm going to drive it on Shabbos. Can the father buy him a car? Ah, oh, I don't know. That's very, very tough. That's an extremely tough question. I said, oh, by the way, the Chazanish says, can I show you a car? Oh, Chazanish says... It's not about knowing the Psaq, it's about understanding. Chazanish understood people. Chazanish understood the psychology of people. And there's a hundred stories of the Chazanish. And each one had the same idea. Keep them close, closer, closest. We don't have violence in our homes because we are doing We don't have, thank God, not one suicide. Not one from hundreds of kids that were suicidal. We did lose a few kids, which is horrific, to accidental drug overdose. Yes, horrible. Horrible. Much less than any psych ward, any boot camp, any rehab in the world. Not even 1% of TP parents. And it's horrible. Actually, those parents are, are, are all so thankful. I feel so horrible. And they keep on being mechazik me. Because as long as we had our child, we did everything we could, but we have such memories of love instead of all the hate and the shomrim. Our parents are not calling shomrim. Our parents are not calling Hatzalah. Our kids are not in jail. We don't have kids in jail. Why? 
Pull them in with ropes of love until your rabbi says, no, this is usher, which, by the way, I've never gotten a no on any question, any idea that I had. This is, this is, the, this is how we work. And what is litchaisim? What is rejection? Keherifayin, even a blink. Even a blink. It was a father that said, I'm not rejecting my kid. And the mother said, you haven't looked at him in six months. Every time he comes in, you happen to be upstairs. Every time he's downstairs, you're in the bathroom. Every time he's coming home, you happen to leave. That's sahava. With this, you're going to win. So our idea here is to save lives physically, emotionally, psychologically, psychiatrically, spiritually. And none of that happens with rejection. And we've proven that over and over again. So let's just listen to the Chazanish and let's understand, not the Psak, but how did he get there? How did he get there? Go back and listen to the beginning of this video, to all the questions, and realize how our thinking was wrong all along, and we have to just plug into the thinking of authentic Das Torah.